welcome back to God's Pathway to Life for You. I'm your host, Dave. Today we're talking about Matthew chapter 1. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you could return to the podcast to get some more Bible study on Matthew chapter 1. I'm sorry I missed Wednesday's episode. I've been doing a lot of work on the house and it's been taking a lot of my time and I haven't been, I was, that's why I missed Wednesday. That's as far as I can go with that. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and dive right here uh, to Matthew chapter 1. And then after that's over with, uh, play the audio clip. And after that's over, we'll start breaking it down. The Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob. And Jacob begat Judas and his brethren. And Judas begat Pharis and Zerah of Thamar. And Pharis begat Esram, and Esram begat Aram, and Aram begat Aminadab, and Aminadab begat Nasan, and Nasan begat Salmon, and Salmon begat Boaz of Rahab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias, and Solomon begat Reboam, and Reboam begat Abiah, and Abiah begat Asa. And Asa begat Josaphat, and Josaphat begat Joram, and Joram begat Ozias, and Ozias begat Jotham, and Jotham begat Achaz, and Achaz begat Ezekias, and Ezekias begat Manassas, and Manassas begat Amon, and Amon begat Josias, and Josias begat Jeconias and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconias begat Salathiel, and Salathiel begat Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel begat Abiud, and Abiud begat Eliakim, and Eliakim begat Azor, and Azor begat Sadok, and Sadok begat Achim, and Achim begat Eliud, and Eliud begat Eleazar, and Eleazar begat Mathan, and Mathan begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So, all the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are fourteen generations, and from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are fourteen generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, Fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name 
Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Okay, so let's, uh, <clears throat> we're going to go ahead and start on verse 17. Because there's, there's a lot of names in there, and those names are really hard to say. So, all the generations of Abraham to David are 14 generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations, and from the carrying away up into Babylon to Christ are 14 generations. 18. Now the birth of Jesus came was on this wise, when his mother Mary was engaged to Joseph. Before they came together, she found, was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so at the beginning of time, before time and everything was ever created, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit were all existing. And the firstborn of anything, or it's not really firstborn, first, first, I guess, offspring would be uh, Jesus when, when God... Uh, See, when in the beginning of time, Jesus and God were all together. But Jesus is a part of God that became flesh like us. You know, he had flesh and bone. He had a heart. He had lungs. He was just like us. But his soul was uh, holy, divine, and pure. Not like us. That's the difference between us and Jesus. Jesus was pure holiness pure light we're not like that we're not made that way and it was jesus who had to come down here and save us and uh, uh jesus in greek means savior so it was jesus that had to come down here and so when uh, mary was found with child of the holy ghost or the holy spirit that means the holy spirit came down and in in place life in her womb that's how that happened he placed life in her womb and that life was christ 19 then joseph her husband being a just man or a righteous man and not willing to make a public example of her was minded to put her away privately so he was going to give her a divorce privately he was going to go and put her away and not make a big scene about it and stuff like that <clears throat> 20 but while he was thinking on it, these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, you son of David, feared not to take your, your take you Mary for your wife, uh, which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. So in, when he was dreaming, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream and explained everything to him and why everything is going to have to be the way that it is. 21. And she, and she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, and he shall save his people from their sins. 22. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by prophets, saying, 23, 
Behold, a virgin shall come with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God is with us. That was from Isaiah 7.14 is where it was prophesied from. 24. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bid him, or asked him, directed him, and he took him took him as his as her as he took him his wife. Twenty five, and he knew her not until she brought forth her firstborn son, and called his name Jesus. Now, see, a lot of people think that Jesus was born. You know, <clears throat> he was always existence with God. He was always in existence with God. But he was born into this world like we all are. So that's where he comes in as the firstborn, because he's born into this world as we all are. A firstborn also could mean that he was pure in light. One day, we are all going to be transformed into Christ's likeness. We're all going to be just exactly like Christ. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to get rid of all that bad garbage you've been dragging around all these years. So that's what, you know, in our walk with Christ and our reading our Bible and our going to church. And, and see, this podcast is like a supplement, like a vitamin. It's not supposed to be your main meal. You know, your main meal is your Bible reading and your prayer time. That's your main meal. And you have supplements that you take in to help you through the day. And that's your Bible study time or your podcast time where you listen to Christian podcasters. And when you go to church, that's an also that's an also uh, something that you're supposed to do. The Bible directs everybody to go to church. Everybody's supposed to go to church. And uh, this podcast is not to replace your church attendance, you know, because uh, the only way to get your spiritual batteries charged is to be around other Christians at church. So I hope that you don't use this podcast as church. I hope that you use the podcast as a Bible study time and not as a church and not as a church time because uh, church time is more for a presence of other being in the in the presence of other Christians. And when you're when if you're at home and you decide to have Bible study and you have four, four or five people in your home then you could probably maybe call that a church because you're all physically together. And uh, that's the only way to be a church, is to be physically together with other Christians. You really can't be a church, you know, because I can't see you, you can't see me, and we can't feed off each other emotionally or physically or any way. And so, you know, it just it's it's bland. So don't get hooked on the bland, you know. When there's meat and potatoes somewhere else, you know, reading your Bible, praying, that's your meat and potatoes, going to church, that's your meat and potatoes, you know, listening to this podcast, that's a vitamin, you know, it's a Bible study, vitamin, that's what I would classify it as. Okay, so let's take a look at uh, Matthew's, the book, and uh, let's go over the outline of this. Okay, so in the outline it says uh, birth and infancy of the Messiah from chapter 1 to chapter 2. Then we get into the genealogy, the birth uh, narrative, the removal to Nazareth, 
Then uh, uh, his missionary, uh, John the Baptist, uh, baptism of Jesus, the temptation of Jesus, the summary of the Galilean ministry. Then it goes into the righteousness of the kingdom, the brutality, uh, brutality, brutality, I can't say that word, and the characteristics of the kingdom of righteousness, the practice of the kingdom of righteousness, the choice of the kingdom, the manners of Jesus' teaching, a series of miracles, the kingdom and the Old Testament order, uh, more miracles, uh, preaching and the mission, the response to be expected, the kingdom and John the Baptist, the challengers to the present generations, opposition of the kingdom, fellowship of the kingdom, parable of the sower, uh, parable methods explain other parables response to Jesus's parable crisis of op- opposition withdrawal to the north further conflict crisis of faith preparation of Jesus disciples for his death humility forgiveness teaching on the way to Jerusalem healing Healing at Jericho, events in Jerusalem, controversies with the Jews, denunciation of scribes and Pharisees, uh, future of the kingdom, prophecy of the, the coming kingdom, warning for the readers, judgment of the nations, passion of the king, the plot to betray Jesus, the Last Supper, the events in Gethsemane, the trial, the crucifix, the burial, the resurrection, the woman and the angel, the false witness of the guards, and ascension. So you can see there's a lot to talk about in this chapter that we're going to be talking about. <clears throat> so we're probably not going to get very far into this because uh, uh, we're already coming to the end of uh, chapter one. We're already pretty much got that all nailed out. And so uh, let me look. Where's my paper? Okay, so I'd like to do the call to action. Uh, we have a webpage, God's Pathway to Life.Faith, for viewing and leaving prayer requests. So go check it out today. And remember, uh, leave us a message and tell us how we're doing. And uh, if you'd like to have a sticker, I still got stickers. I still got a few of them left. So remember, if you'd like a sticker for your car, locker, trash can, whatever, send me your email address and uh, I'll your physical mailing address any email and i'll send you a sticker out okay i'll go ahead i'd like to make the prayer of salvation dear lord jesus i admit that i'm a sinner i admit that my sins separate me from you i need your forgiveness i believe that you died on the cross for my sins god raised you from the dead i choose today by faith to invite you into my heart to take control of my life and to be my lord and savior I willingly choose to turn from sin and to turn to you. Please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me clean to give me a home of heaven with you when I die. Change me and make me a new person. Help me now to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And remember, you got to have a repentative heart for that. Repentative heart. Okay, so, you know, uh, I'd like to go ahead and uh, go a little side note here. Uh, this week I uh, had a little uh, car accident. Uh, somebody rear-ended me in my uh, vehicle. And uh, I didn't get mad. I didn't jump out. I didn't cuss the man out. I just got out of the vehicle. I went and spoke to the man and talked to him. He was a young man. His name was Derek or Dirk Drake. Yeah, his name was Drake. And uh, he was a young man. I'd say he's probably in his 20s. 
and he's working at a place in Tulsa. And uh, uh, he had insurance, but he didn't have the paperwork on him. I, I believe the young man had insurance. He had his other documents. But he was telling me that he just started working. He just bought the car. He's having difficulties. And uh, his life was just extremely uh, overloaded with all kind of problems. So I spoke to the man and talked to him. We exchanged information. And then I left. And uh, he left and went on down the road. And I left and went on down the road. And I get on down the road about a half a block or so. And, you know, it just struck me. And I called him back up. And I told him, I said, look here, uh, Drake. I said, uh, you know, my, my vehicle's really fine. There's not a lot of damage on it. I really don't want to file an insurance claim on it. And uh, I'm good. My vehicle's fine. And then the next thing popped out of my mouth. I didn't mean to say, but it just popped out. And I and, uh, said, you know, Drake, I said, I understand that you're having a difficult time and that your life is overwhelmed with a lot of problems stuff, stuff like that. So I know you don't need this on your plate right now. But I believe that God hears your prayers, and he's asking you that he hears your, he, he, he wants you to know that he hears your prayers and he, and he understands your problem. And he just wants you to know that you should keep praying and he'll come to your aid. And when I told that young man that, he was crying. He broke out into tears and was tender-hearted towards the Lord's. And he said, thank you, thank you. I greatly appreciate that. And, and that was the end of the conversation. So God showed me somebody who had a, re, a repentative, sorrowful heart towards God and, and, and loved God and had respect towards God and cried. And then this week, I seen an, I responded to a Facebook comment where this woman was complaining about her husband not be able to file uh, Oklahoma unemployment uh, compensation because the system is overwhelmed or something wrong with the system. So I added her to the prayer list on God's Pathway to Life Faith, and I started praying for this woman. And the next thing you know, she posts on Facebook and says that her husband got through the unemployment. He went down there and everybody treated him great with respect and kindness and love and tenderness and helped him get his application processed, helped him get his PIN number and helped him file the file claim online and everything was good to go. And he was able and he came home in great spirits and was happy and joyous and all good, good, good. Okay, so that was great. So she puts that on the internet, but she, you know, she I I posted on her original comment that I said, hey, you know, uh, my name is uh, David, David, and I'd like to uh, put you and your family on my prayer list, and I hope that God will come to your aid. She never responded to my comment. She never liked it. Nothing. I never got any thumbs up or anything for that. And then she posted that her husband did get through, and everything was all wonderful and great and everything like that. So to me. God answered a prayer because I prayed for this woman and God answered the prayer and got her husband unemployment going and everything like that. So when she posted on Facebook the return about how her husband got her uh, unemployment started and everybody was just wonderful and yada, 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 not one statement, not one word in her statement thanked God. And let me tell you something. There's nothing more... It makes me mad in anything that people use somebody. You know, I get used all the time. I have people that use me just to get money out of me. I have people that use me 
just just for things. And when I no longer have those things to give them, I don't hear from these people. And you too, you probably have people that come into your life and they only use you for what they can get out of you. And when you ain't got it, you don't hear from these people. Well, let me tell you something. You're supposed to uh, help them anyways. Even though these people use you and continue to use you, continue to help them. Because what you're doing is right by the Lord's eyes. Because remember, the, God loves these people. Even the woman that was uh, didn't love God back and didn't show God any respect, God still loves this woman. So she, you know, she doesn't show any respect to God or said anything about God. And so I made another comment on her thing, and I said, "Wow, that's wonderful. That's great news. Maybe you should thank God too, because He was He came to your aid." Oh no, I said the wrong thing, and they came out at the woodwork and they attacked me. I got told to mind my own business by other Facebook people. I got told that. You need to quit pushing your religion on people, you know, and and it was terrible. But I did keep a copy of what she said. Let me see if I can find it. Here it is. It said, what, David, my family is fine. We treat our religion and belief like we do our sex lives, private and to ourselves. I understand you are probably trying to be kind. However, I simply try to give credit where credit was due in hopes that or to be bright in the day of wonderful people doing a great job during a difficult time. I really try to choose my words wisely in an attempt not to offend other believers here that uh, here that were kind enough to read this and respond without trying to save my entire family. We have nothing but utmost respect for individuals who choose to follow Christ. However, we wish people would respect that we have our own belief system when it comes to that topic, as well as respecting the fact that we do not go out every day in an attempt to convince everyone else to believe the same. Maybe next time, you should just let me thank the wonderful people who brighten our day and not try to turn it into a recruitment into your belief system. Thank you for your concerns, however, and you have a super fantastic day. So that was her response to me adding her to the prayer list. But you got to remember, that that was spoken like a true lost person. And let's let's go over that you know, lostness that she is hanging on to. Because when she says here, we treat our religion and belief like, like we do our sex life private and to ourselves, which is great because if that's her, her way of thinking and she needs to keep that stuff to herself, she doesn't have, you know, uh, any respect towards God or anything like that. She said she's, she respects people who follow Christ, but she's not a follower of Christ because this is how you tell. We treat our religion. Now, if you're calling it a religion, let me tell you something. That what the lost doesn't understand, religion is created by men. Men create religion. Faith is created by God. She calls it religion and beliefs. So both of those are man-made things that she's hanging on to, like we do our sex lives, private and to ourselves. 
So that's great that she's keeping this bad, evil thing to herself and to her family. She doesn't share it. <clears throat> it's amazing. It's amazing. And then, so the other people that attacked me, yeah, I got attacked on Facebook. The other people told me to shut my mouth, stick my nose in someone else's business. You, you know, I just wanted to add these people to the prayer list and just, you know, so that shows you the time that we're living in. And not one Christian, not one Christian person uh, uh, liked my comment, came to my aid, my defense, or said, you know, hey, this guy's a Christian man. All he's trying to do is help your family. Not one person. So if you think that we're living in a time where everything is great, no. No, we're not. We're living in a terrible time and a time that society and people on Facebook, they're okay with uh, uh, attacking a Christian man. And have no problems with it. But if you say anything about Black Lives Matter, then they're gonna they're gonna string you up and, and try to get rid of you. But if you if you bash God or bash a Christian person, they're fine with that. We're living in the last days. I mean, this is it. You know, these poor people, Christ died for this woman, and uh she's still on the prayer list. She's still on there, and uh I'm not gonna remove her name off the prayer list because she needs salvation. She needs salvation just like the rest of us. You know, I'm no better than this woman. I'm no better than this woman. This woman's no better than me. We're all the same. You know, if you have people like that, if you run across somebody who gives you a hard time because you're a Christian or gives you flack because you're a Christian, okay, what you do with that person is you shake the dust off your feet. You have taken your word. You have taken the message to this person. And then at that point, you're done. You're done. You you done what you needed to do. You taken the word of God. You brought in the word of God. You you introduced them to Jesus. You talked about your faith. You shared your faith with them. And if they're still hostile to this point, then you're done. You just shake the dust off your feet and you go about your way. But what you can do is you can continue to pray for this person in private and in secret. And God will change that person's heart because what is happening, like I told you before, is her heart has been hardened. She thinks she has a heart of flesh in her body, but she doesn't. She has a heart of stone in her body, and that's why she says bad, terrible things like that. So, from now on, you know, I've learned that whatever you say on Facebook, if you say something that is Christian-based, you're not going to get a like. You're going to be attacked. People are going to single you out, and they're going to tell you that you're, you know, you're pushing your religion. Okay, I invite you to church on Facebook Live Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, and again 6:30 Sunday night, and again Wednesday night at seven. And if you do come, would you put in the comments section that you're from the podcast? And I'm asking if you'd like to donate to the church, South High to Baptist Church. There is now a donate link on the website, God's Pathway to Life.Faith. There's a clickable link in the detailed description box of this podcast. Check out the detailed description box for all links and email information. Okay, that's all I have for today. And remember to say something nice to somebody you don't know because God said we were all strangers too and he loved us so. Your friend in Christ, Dave. Bye.